Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today, for the last time for this week and this film, we are joined by John Garcia from Toy Story Minute. That's Welcome. my name. That's what I... And my podcast. Hey. <laughs> uh... Welcome, welcome back. You get to finish off the week with us. Happy yep. Friday. Thanks. It's one of the one of the downsides to the shorter movies uh, is fewer guests. Yeah, uh, I mean, I hear you. Um, Toy Story is only eighty minutes and thirty eight seconds long, so oof, it's uh, scheduling that right now is a bit of a bit of hassle. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta cut weeks in half sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like but we're, this week. <laughs> we're we're glad that we've got you on for today we've, we've been enjoying the discussions we've had and we're we're looking forward to having one more with you mm-hmm. yeah and uh it's it's uh we're looking forward me and uh jeb are looking forward to having you guys on toy story minute we're looking forward to being your guests Aw, sh- shucks okay <laughs> um anyway this minute uh does <laughs> uh, some stuff right <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh this minute minute 75 it starts off with the turtle! <laughs> the turtle! <laughs> the, the, the animal is running yeah, by he, the turtle. But and the and turtle. they get him flipped around, and he lands on his back. And then they don't cut back to him. No, which I think is, him is, again. It's the bit I was talking about yesterday. Like, we, we know he can get up. We've seen him do it before. He bites his tail and flips himself over. Uh, but typically I would have expected them to cut back to that. And they're like, no, we got just enough of the comedy in. This is, this is drama time. Mm-hmm. That, I I really am glad that you guys reminded me just now that, that he can get back up because oh man I would I was just thinking that he was gonna be stuck there forever. That poor nope. Uh, it's it's not Tamatoa and Moana at the very <laughs> end of the credits, so he's yeah. stuck on his back. <laughs> uh, earlier, when he fell down the stairs, he he like grabbed yeah. his tail in his mouth and, and flipped himself over. He's just so happy, though. Every time he, like... He's a good sport. He's a real good he's, sport. he's always falling behind everyone, and then they, they turn around, and they go back the other direction, and he's, like... Uh, he gets turned around and stuff, okay. and he's, like... Okay. He has to, like, shake off the dizziness, and then he's, like, okay, and puts out a big I, smile. I wish that chipmunk that had been his buddy earlier was always with him. Yeah. I wish they had stuck with that chipmunk friend. Yeah. yeah. The turtle and the chipmunk. Uh, that would have been a classic duo. They should have had the turtle wait behind and guard Snow White. Uh, or, like, at least watch to see if she... What's going apple. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been okay if, if they're like, okay, mm-hmm. but you need to stay here and keep an eye on things. Okay. Play to your strengths, Play- Turtle. Exactly. This is exactly what I was about to say. He played to his strengths. But that's how the minute starts. Okay. <laughs> it ends with Snow White making a wish and saying, and we will live happily ever after. Cliche. I mean, yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a good way to end the week, I think, with it being happily ever after, even though oh, it's cliche, yeah. but... Now, but as still. she finishes saying that, do we see the witch, the hag, or it's it's on Snow White for the whole line? Pretty sure. Okay. I mean, I didn't take note of the witch, but okay. I mean, I, I, I this was my last minute, and I didn't ever see the witch again. I, I my okay. Uh, when I watched the movie, it turned into a pumpkin after I, I saw that line. Uh, that's a different movie. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh, so is it mostly the running or do we like cut back and forth at all throughout this minute are there quick cuts yeah so there's the running and then it's um, and then it's a cut to uh, the 
the the queen um, saying there must be something. Right, you want to wish for. You want to wish for mm-hmm. someone. Your someone little special. or something. Your little heart desires someone you love. When she said your little heart desires, oh, I no. just thought of the queen wanting her Snow White's heart. Yeah, she's like, I'm still upset that I don't have your little heart in the box. Yeah, exactly. That's what her that's, little heart desires. That's what I thought of. So I was just like, oh, oh, that's a little, a little, a little touchy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but something your little heart desires, someone you love, and she. And at this point, Snow White's gone back and forth between being a little scared, scared and, and and more trusting and, and more trusting. And she, at this point, she's a little more scared with the and unsure of the wishing apple well, and stuff. I think Snow White has three settings. She has scared, she has uh, naive, and she has hopeful. And uh, <laughs> this is tapping into got- hopeful. She got stuck between them all in the last minute, and now, like, she got turned on and off again, and she's like, okay, now I'm gonna get hopeful. <laughs> the the yeah. default hopeful optimism. Yeah. I mean, she's that an entrepreneur, that's beginning. what she does. <laughs> but, yeah, but once, once she says, someone you love, and then Snow White's like, why, but there, yeah, there, there is, is someone. someone. <laughs> why, have you, heard, have you heard something? Did someone say something about me? Tell, <laughs> tell me these exact words, I need to know. <laughs> Um, do you think the queen, I, I was always, well, I mean, not always, but I've, I've been thinking about like, is the queen maybe thinking, it's like, oh, she loves me. I'm the one she loves. She wants me to be happy. That's what she's going to wish for. <laughs> is she that selfish and, and vain? I think she knows that, Snow, that's, gonna be the that Snow White would think about the prince, but she's like, my, but she's probably thinking my heart desires your heart in a jar in a box, queen, and you dead, dying, or rotting in the ground. Like, the queen just wants to have her own wishing apple. Yeah. I mean, the the queen knows now, by now, that Snow White knows that the queen... Oh, so many uh, subjects... Who knows sense. what, who knows who. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, the queen knows that uh, Snow White knows that she wants to kill her because of the huntsman and all that stuff, so I think that... That's true. Their family counseling has kind of... It's 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 done by now. They can't they can't really recover from that. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's fair enough, yeah. Uh but she's she 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 recovers a little bit more and seems a little more hopeful again after being scared again. Mm-hmm. And every time she's scared this like with the hag, she seems to be almost backed into a corner or in a shadowy spot. She definitely seems to be backed into a corner in this part. Yeah, definitely. Um, And not just like a corner, but like there's a wall behind her. There's a wall to her side. And then there's like the chest of drawers closing her in even more towards Mm -hmm. um, the wall at her side. Like she can't go anywhere. Yeah. She's, she's, there's no escaping this. She's getting boxed in. Yeah. It almost feels like that trick that you see where like someone gets on their on their hands and knees behind someone and then the other person pushes them except for using a box and a wall <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah you're just gonna like back them over mm-hmm. this obstacle behind them yeah but she is it's definitely starting to get kind of claustrophobic for her mm-hmm. uh, but be- before uh snow white takes the apple and and 
starts making her wish. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts back to the, the animals. And the okay. Well, yeah, and they, is they this go when they're hill, sliding, right? they're sliding down that ravine? That's where we oh, see man. Sleepy, finally. <laughs> that ravine, like that, that slide down the ravine, very heroic I'm and awesome. I'm surprised that like, the deer look, don't even hesitate. So cool. crazy. That would scare the wishing apples right out of me, man. <laughs> yeah, and then they run and they go jump that crazy... The, yeah, they ju- they jump they, the gap. They jump the gap, like mm-hmm. so they they fall down like so. This there's cliff, like this, and they, then they slide, jump over. They, they like skid and slide down this ravine thing. Yeah, and then they jump this cliff and like this is grade A heroics. Yeah, they're they're going great, and the animals it, aren't aren't slowing down or hesitating. No. Like it's like the deer are are know what they're doing with riders. And you you didn't see this when the animals ran to the dwarves. So yeah. is this like a shortcut that the dwarves know that cut that they would cut down on their commute with if it wasn't so dangerous? I don't, I don't know. Um, like they don't give us a map of you know to and from the mine, which, but it, which we've talked about. We were like we don't know exactly how how far, far or what the if, path is. But with the turtle at the beginning of this minute, the turtle seems quite far. And he's he's definitely the mine on the mine side of that hill and that um and that gap that they jump. So that can't be the standard route. Yeah, that's got to be like a, a faster but more dangerous route. Mm-hmm. Well, that and turtle's got to just... have to commute around it. Just keep if you keep going slow and steady, you know, eventually you'll warn somebody that they're going to be killed by their stepmom. That's how the old Aesop's Fable goes, right? Yeah, the exact um, words. <laughs> I also think. There's no way that the animals or the dwarfs could, like, every day go up that ravine. Oh, So they yeah, must no. be thinking of it as, like, this is this is the dangerous way to go from the mine to the cottage. There is no way to take this same route from the cottage to the mine. Oh, um, so it's like a circular route. Yeah. So th- if, if they want to be dangerous, they can go this, this faster way that takes them down that ravine. And across the gap, but otherwise they walk across that log and have a a longer way, but it doesn't have that steep ravine. Which yeah. walking across a log is also, I mean, that's not the most convenient. You think one of them would have built a bridge? I mean, put the log over the ravine, and it well, makes you know, it a lot the, faster. The dwarves in Lord of the Rings didn't have bridges either, and I think it's just dwarves have a low center of gravity; they're not worried about falling. Does that make them harder to carry if you're a deer, or or easier? I think it's easy to balance, but the the weight is just weight. Mm, yeah. But it, they can't weigh too much because these deer are still jumping over ravines. Yeah. Yeah, they, they make that jump, like, no problem. Oh, yeah. It's easy. You, you'd think that there would be a moment where, like, one of them, like, lands on the edge and it starts crumbling or something, but... Uh, uh, then I'm messing with that. Yeah. Maybe that cliche wasn't in place. Yet. Yeah, you forget how old this movie is because it still holds up so well, but all these yeah, cliches and, like the happy ever after, I mean, that was a cliche, but it wasn't like a movie cliche. Yeah, that was, you know, relatively new, and, and there weren't any, you know, full-length animated film mm-hmm. animation cliches because this was the first one. So, like, any animation tricks or, or jokes would be new, and mm-hmm. a lot of basic movie gags um, would be new, which is, I mean... One of the things we realized during the music scene is like, oh, that's a jazz ensemble because jazz was the most popular music at the time because it was the 30s. Oh, yeah. It's and like, so it's weird to think, it's like, 
oh, that was contemporary stuff. They're not doing like a historical thing. They're just doing like music means jazz right now. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, there's a couple things like in uh, the Jungle Book when they have those uh, Beatles vultures who they yeah. sing barbershop instead of Beatles songs because they didn't want it to get dated. Or mm-hmm. like uh, when, when I was in high school, I was in a production of Wizard of Oz, which really that movie could use a minute, a minute podcast. I, that would be a good one. Don't don't think I haven't thought about it. I love oh, that man. movie. It, Can I tell you? Okay, I'm just going to spill like one great fact about that movie, just so they whoever gets to it eventually, make mm-hmm. sure you use this fact. The scene when they transition from the sepia tone to the color, and they like go through the house after it's landed in Oz. Yeah, that whole sequence is filmed in color. And that's a body double for Judy Garland, and they With, painted. Like, they painted everything sepia oh tone to match how they filmed it before. That's and so, so when cool. they open the door and everything's in color, that entire sequence was filmed on color film. Oh, that's so and cool! And that's a body double that that steps out of frame, and then Judy Garland in her in her like blue checkered uh-huh. dress and everything steps through the door, and so they painted the whole inside of the house and that body double. If anyone ever makes a person who's going to make Wizard of Oz minute sometime uh, (laughs) is listening, like I would love to guess on that because I was uh, I was the lion in high school when we did that production, (laughs) Uh, and uh, there's actually there's a cut song from that movie where they uh, the witch sends a a a jitterbug to make them do the jitterbug and get tired out so she can capture them, and Uh uh, they cut that because it was too contemporary. They didn't want it to get dated, but it is in like the stage musical version. Uh, Huh. uh, That was real fun. It's also, uh, let me tell you, a lot of fun when you're wearing a 20 pound fursuit and a lot of makeup because you're a lion to dance the jitterbug on stage. Uh, Uh. It, yeah, that was a, a fun Get time. sweaty enough on stage anyway. Mm-hmm. And that that also makes me think, because I'm remembering now, uh, speaking of uh, fantasy dwarves, the, uh, the, uh, we had a, a little person in our high school who was one of the, uh, who played the only, like all of our munchkins were, uh, were children from elementary schools around the <laughs> area, except for the mayor of Munchkin City. She was like a 16-year-old. So that was, that was really interesting that we got to like kind of use that, you know? It's fun yeah. stuff. Man, Speak- I love Wizard of Oz. Let's just talk about Wizard of Oz one day, guys. <laughs> Speaking of Wizard of it's Oz, tempting. it's tempting. Adriana oh. Casalotti, who voices Snow White, mm-hmm. so she was held to, I don't know if you know this, John, but she was held yeah. to a strict contract for her I, voice. Yeah, I saw that. She like only was in, mm-hmm. like the other movie she was in was like, Wizard of Oz and what else? Some other movie? There was just like like one, one appearance. It was one appearance, like, like a one part. one small line or something. Probably like a Munchkin's voice or something. Knowing her mm-hmm. voice here in Snow White, uh, but yeah, like she had one small line. Other than that, and it might, she might have had one other role in mm-hmm. or yeah, one other but small like, line like a very another, small career. But, but she was classically trained vocally and, and she couldn't perform she couldn't yeah. perform and she like this this that would have been hard for me okay theory theory for this then since she was contractually obligated to only play snow white that means that in wizard of oz she's playing snow white somehow there's a crossover there and uh <laughs> take it the other thing she was in uh, uh is uh let me see it's uh it's it's a wonderful life so somehow then she grew up and uh, moved to uh, Bedford Falls. Uh, yeah, Bedford Falls, and 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 you know she gave all her money to that one dude, and then they uh, an angel got its wings <laughs> and all that. This is a complicated. It made me think. 
they they use happily ever after here, and it's it's interesting because you know, um, I mean, I'm sure you guys know, uh, we're all we're all happily coupled in this uh, in this recording right now. But like, that's not how love works. You don't just get happily ever after. There's a lot more after that, you know. And it's, it's more uh, fun that way. Yeah, but it, it is also a lot harder and and less cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend, yeah. When I was in college, I had a friend. Um, this is years before I even met Castra. Uh, he, he said one of the weirdest things he ever, like, realized was, he said, you know, it, it was great. You know, I, I, I met my wife. We dated. I, I proposed to her. We're going to get married and everything. Everything's great. And it was really weird because we got married and, you know, we went to, to the honeymoon and everything. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Where, what about the roll credits? <laughs> like, like I got married. Like, I did it. Movie's over. It's like, nope. No. I woke up the next morning and yeah. like, I'm I still mean, here. With with our wedding, we had um, some Disney things. Disney themed stuff all Disney-themed around. Disney themed mm-hmm. stuff throughout, and um, and we had quotes from comic books and Disney movies, and because mm-hmm, I'm a big comic book guy, and. Um, and there was also a sign that said "Once Upon a Time," and then at the very end, near the parking area, there was a sign that said, Aww. "And they lived happily ever after." But it had an an ellipsis at the an, end. At the dot, end. Dot, dot dot Like there's still more to come. Like yeah. it's not it and I try, end here. I try not to read that as "They lived happily ever after" until <laughs> no, I read it. I, I, I read it as, it as "They lived happily ever after." But and, there's, and after, and, and, and after, after, and after. There's, there's still more to come. I mean, now we're expecting a child, mm. and... <laughs> and the movie doesn't end when the baby's born. Yeah, right. so it... And the movie takes... doesn't end when you guys die, and the baby lives on, and the baby, you know, whatever mm-hmm. order it happens, falls in love, maybe has more children, you know, it just keeps going on and on. That's, yeah. um... I think that's the problem in general with love... With, well, maybe even just with all narrative fiction, but with love stories in particular, that... I mean, look at any romantic comedy and you'll see, like, some bad relationship gets broken up so some people can fall in love with each other because they had initial chemistry. But you got to think that, you know, after all the events, all the people in love actually are going to have to be in real relationships and they're going to encounter hardships. What are they going to break up then and and get together with the next um, new love interest? It's it's a really interesting and kind kind of weird way to look at love is that... It, it like like we were talking about before with your first love's kiss. Like it's not uh it's not a, a static thing. It's not just something that happens and then you're done. Love is more yeah. of a process than a than a singular event. Definitely, I I appreciate those insights. Mm-hmm. I have used up all the notes I had on this minute. Do you guys Same. have anything? Yeah. The the only thing I wanted to say was when it cuts back to Snow White, she's making her her wish mm-hmm. and all we hear is and he will carry me away to his castle where we will live happily ever after right oh it's like we don't know anything else about her wish it seems like it's been going on a while though but yeah like the the hag <laughs> is like <laughs> okay uh, co- okay let's keep yeah i mean it, it was able to cut away and cut back so i assume it's it's yeah a little bit of time i 
Like, I, I want to know what the rest of I mean, they could have, was, they, if they but... if they're going for more comedy, they could have cut away and cut back like four times. <laughs> like, I <laughs> wish, and, and then they cut we'll, away, we'll, and they cut the back for the baby, and, and then, then... <laughs> and then we'll plan our retirement together. Well, she, she knows that wishing magic is real, so she's getting her money's worth <laughs> yeah, out of this she, free she... wishing apple. Yep. <laughs> but okay, I've had birthdays before in my life. You can't say the wish out loud. It's not going to come true, Snow White. Yes. Especially if you say it in front was, of your worst enemy. I was worried about that one. Now, granted, the magic of the wishing well was that you sing into it and it echoes back. So that one necessitates the the auditory component of saying your wish. But you can't say it to other people. I mean, if yeah, I was all was just she was only well. singing it into the well and there were only doves around. Yes. Doves aren't people. Uh, Let's be real. Yes. <laughs> I'm taking an but, anti-dove stance. I'm sorry for using your podcast to take my political anti-dove stance. But, <laughs> uh, like, uh, imagine, if you will, a very, very lonely scene of a person sitting alone in their dark house with a cake singing happy birthday to themselves. They can say their wish out loud. Hopefully a wish that, you know, maybe their life gets a little better, because this is really... I'm depressing <laughs> myself. pretty sad. Uh... And and it but doesn't you, matter as long as other party. people don't hear it. Yeah. But at a party, or you you don't get to say your wish out if loud. If you're Cause throwing there's other a penny people. into a fountain, like we did right we, before you proposed to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we went to a fountain and threw some pennies in and made a wish, but we didn't say it out loud. Or but your anything. wish came true that day, didn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Her wish came true. Only guys, you guys went out to get ice cream afterwards. That was actually her wish the whole time. <laughs> Sorry, we were, we were Kester and I were talking off off mic, and uh, she revealed her, her the, secret, the secret ice cream wish. She's like, um, "Oh, this is good." But yeah, like like uh, this is for, good. For, for the most part, wishes are silent, and They're so yeah, I was a little heart, surprised yeah. that. That this wish was spoken out loud, mm-hmm. especially and she I'm said it directly to the person who's who presumably. Uh, I mean, it's a wishing apple, so presumably the uh, the the hag in Snow White's imagination is the one who like blessed it or enchanted it or found it or whatever. So you can't tell the person who's granting your wish. I mean, okay, you do tell the person who's granting your wish, but like. Uh, I don't know. It seems a little yeah, weird it, to be telling well, the person. It feels not quite right. However, mm-hmm. if she wasn't saying her wish out loud, and if her wish was really this long... She's just, like, the, the, holding the, the, the apple and, like... The ha- ha- you think the hag would have just gotten I'm just imagining Snow White just standing there with a look of concentration on her face and, and uh, the, the old hag going, D- are you going to make... Are you gonna make a wish? Is I'm making, it? I'm making the wish. Are you gonna you, I'm focusing? If she Look, had her eyes closed, <laughs> do you think the hag would have just like halfway through the wish been like, "I'm done," like and just killed Stabbed her? her. <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay, screw this. I'm going back to the poison comb or the poison <laughs> so, or something. So in this case, it's good that she said the wish out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's just... everything. <laughs> okay. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all my notes too. We're we're yeah. All right. 
Well, uh, tell us one more time for the week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. There's a there's a thing we, we like to ask, and, and I almost forgot. Uh, what's your take on Snow White's voice? Irritating? Fine? Uh, I, it's very... It's iconic, I, should, I, I guess I'll say, because... I mean, Walt's <laughs> contract worked. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I, I've been... Uh, you know, like I said before, I've done uh, musical theater mostly in, like, high school and stuff, but I've also done, like, I knew a person in college who was very much a Snow White. Like, you don't run a lot of people when they say, like, ooh, what's my Disney princess who say they're Snow White? Because she's kind yes. of, she's very it's common in this movie, yeah. Um, but I, I like that because you kind of, she has this unique personality. It's kind of a boring personality, uh, but it is a unique personality that you're going to associate with this soft, fluttery voice. And uh, it, there's something kind of old style to the fact that she has so much vibrato, not just in her singing, but in her, her speaking voice even. It's just like, it's a light and it's a fluttery kind of speech. Uh, I like it um, overall. And I, it, it does, with the rotoscoping and the kind of creepy animation, it works uh, to kind of make her almost like an ethereal, angelic figure. So overall, I think it's a positive, even if it's not like, the most pleasant or comforting voice. It's a voice that, uh, that works well with her style, with her personality and, uh, with the animation. So I like it. All right. We'll take it. Uh, now if people need some toy story minute in in their lives, what do they search for? Uh, just search for toy story minute, uh, in your podcast app or iTunes or whatever the kids these days are using. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, you can also find us on Twitter uh, just at Toy Story Minute, and uh, all right. Hopefully, give us a listen. Hopefully, you like uh, me and Jeb talking toys. <laughs> I think it'll it'll probably be great, and we we wish you guys a lot of luck with it, and we look forward to listening to it and being part of it. Yes. <laughs> all right. Awesome. But as for as for us, uh, you can find us on Facebook, the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society, or Damsels. Uh, that's where you can post links or share your theories. Uh, Post about Wizard of Oz if you like, because there's no Wizard <laughs> of Oz minute yet. Uh, and then, in the meantime, please share us with your friends, share us with your family, coworkers, give us a review. Check out uh, moviesbyminutes.com and see all the movies by minutes. Maybe Wizard of Oz is going up there this week. Who knows? People are claiming stuff every day. Uh, but most importantly, join us next week for more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Until then, just whistle while you work.